Today is February 28th, 2024. In this week's issue, microshunt and trabeculectomy and glaucoma treatment both provided significant reductions in IOP and medication use after two years. However, trabeculectomy had greater surgical success rates. Cross-sectional analysis reveals vision impairment was associated with depression, anxiety, and social isolation, emphasizing the direct connection between vision and psychosocial outcomes. Complex cases of central serous chorioretinopathy were associated with older age, male sex, bilateral involvement, and thick sclera. And lastly, a newly developed algorithm based on SDOCT can define genotype-phenotype interactions in X-linked retinoschisis, with cyst cavity volume significantly correlated with missense RS1 protein mutations. The first article is from Ophthalmology. Microshunt versus trabeculectomy in primary open-angle glaucoma treatment. The current type trabeculectomy is the standard surgery for reducing intraocular pressure and glaucoma, especially in advanced cases, despite its potential complications. Although microinvasive glaucoma surgery, including microshunt, is less efficacious, it has been shown to have fewer side effects, making it a viable option for patients with less aggressive therapeutic goals. A recent prospective randomized multicenter non-inferiority trial compared the microshunt with trabeculectomy in patients with uncontrolled open-angle glaucoma. The study included 527 subjects, with 395 receiving the microshunt and 132 undergoing trabeculectomy. Surgical success rates defined as greater than 20% reduction in IOP with no increase in glaucoma medications were 50.6% in the microshunt group and 64.4% in the trabeculectomy group. In addition, the study demonstrated that while the microshunt had a lower rate of hypotony compared to trabeculectomy, it was associated with a higher need for post-operative interventions such as blood needling and revision. The two-year results of this trial showed that trabeculectomy had greater IOP reduction and surgical success rates than the microshunt, which is consistent with results observed after one year. However, several factors, including surgery experience, patient demographics, and post-operative scarring can influence outcomes, highlighting the need for individualized treatment decisions based on the risks and benefits of each procedure. The next article is from JAMA Ophthalmology, The Psychosocial Impact of Visual Impairment in Adults. It is well known that psychosocial conditions can contribute to overall morbidity. A group of researchers wanted to evaluate vision's impact on these psychosocial conditions, which may ultimately contribute to overall morbidity. They conducted a cross-sectional study on a nationally representative sample of 2,822 Medicare beneficiaries aged 65 and older from a sample of over 26 million individuals to assess for a correlation between vision impairment and depression, anxiety, and social isolation. They found that those with objectively quantified visual impairment exhibited higher odds for depressive symptoms, anxiety symptoms, and social isolation. 
individuals with self-reported visual impairment had greater odds for depressive symptoms and anxiety symptoms. These findings highlight the link between vision and psychosocial well-being. Understanding this impact can spread greater awareness to providers when considering patients as a whole. The next article is from the American Journal of Ophthalmology. Scleral thickness variance, deciphering simple and complex forms of central serous chorioretinopathy. Central serous chorioretinopathy is characterized by fluid accumulation under the retina, causing visual impairment. Its cause is unclear, though stress and corticosteroids are suspected contributors. Additionally, it is hypothesized that the severity of central serous chorioretinopathy may be influenced by scleral factors. A recent retrospective cross-sectional study classified 217 eyes with central serous chorioretinopathy as simple or complex based on multimodal imaging and analyzing various clinical and anatomic factors. Multivariable analysis revealed that complex central serous chorioretinopathy was associated with older age, male gender, bilateral presentation, and mean scleral thickness. These factors, particularly scleral thickness, were strongly predictive of complex central serous core retinopathy. Understanding this relationship is important for ophthalmologists and could pave the way for scleral measurements to become a standard in crafting targeted treatments for central serous chorioretinopathy. The last article is from the Journal of Investigative Ophthalmology and Visual Science. Enhancing clinic technologies to provide prognostic information for X-linked retinoschisis. X-linked retinoschisis is an inherited retinal dystrophy leading to vision loss. Patients have different mutations in the gene RS1, which codes for a protein providing structural support to the retina. Depending on the mutation, there can be varying levels of disease severity, necessitating different treatment plans. The authors of a recent study created an algorithm to determine genotype-phenotype correlations using spectral domain optical coherence tomography, SDOCT, and electroretinogram, ERG data from 37 patients with 27 unique RS1 mutations. Cis cavity volume on SDOCT significantly correlated with the location of missense mutations in the protein. Amplitude of scotopic 3.0 ERG A waves and B waves also significantly correlated with the degree of alteration the mutation had on the protein structure. The information produced from this algorithm may provide patients and physicians with prognostic insight and help plan future treatments. One benefit of this approach is that it relies on technologies already used in the ophthalmology clinic. And to learn more about the lens, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at the lens underscore O-P-H. And be sure to visit our website at www.lensophthalmology.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters and view the full summary for this week.